0: Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 30. Oh, that must be a, a milestone there, 30. A, it is a little milestone. <laughs> How are you, Dad? You, uh, you okay for the last 10 minutes? <laughs> I'm all right, yes. You had a good last 10 minutes? I
1: did. I enjoyed my cup of tea.
0: Did you? Yes. <laughs> you can see, you can hear listeners that my voice hasn't come back in the last 10 minutes. No. It's still very much Barry White style. Um so yeah, we're recording this pretty much straight after the last one, but obviously this will be going out on Friday. So I hope you've all had a good week in the last few days and enjoyed our our Monday mini cast. Oh, I like that Monday mini cast. Hey, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one, isn't it? Um, Coin that. Don't want listeners to think they're going to get one every week. <laughs> so that's. I don't know if we could fit into podcasts a week. Um,
1: well, you won't. You're so busy, Steve, with with everything you do. Viewers, I was going to say viewers, listeners. <laughs> Um, I, I tell you what, this boy's life is absolutely, I, I, he makes me, my head whirl when he <laughs> talks about it. Well, last. Different things, different hats he wears.
0: Last night when I got down from London, it was, it was quite late and I wanted to tell, <laughs> I wanted to tell mum and dad everything that was going on and ended up chatting for about two hours and no going a bed of one think, in the morning. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's one o'clock in the morning. Because right.
0: uh, I kept them up because I just, I just had, I was showing them pictures and video and telling them this, telling them that because. Oh, It's just, you know, you've got to catch up, haven't you? Of course you have. And there's yeah, a lot to catch yeah, up on. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this week we've got a really nice letter, which I'm going to go through, quite a long letter. So and we're going to go through it sort of piece by piece. And it's really good feedback. And there's a few questions in there too. And it's from Denise. Now, do you, uh, well, let me start reading it. Yeah, And then sure. we'll go through it. So, so Denise says, Dear Colin, I hope you don't mind me writing to you. And apologies for the length of this letter. But I wanted to say thank you so much for introducing me to the wonderful world of pastel pencils. I love them. And since I've been using them, I have never looked back. I first met you at an art and crafts exhibition back in the late 1980s, I think, at Trentham Gardens near Stoke-on-Trent. I had some birthday money to spend and you gave me so much time showing me how the pencils worked and also showing me the easel you used. The the Phantasm. Phantasm easel, yeah. I like that name. Yeah. That's a wicked name. The (laughs) Phantasm easel. Your enthusiasm won me over, especially when you said no one needed to be able to draw to use the pencils. Music to my ears. So do you remember... Well, <laughs> putting you on the spot, do you remember Denise from the 1980s? I
1: I, I, I certainly would if um, I saw... A a, a photograph because I, I put names to faces, and right. I, I haven't got a photograph, so I can't, you can't picture name. her. But if I did, I would. You would? Do you I, you rec- well, I've, I mean, I, I met thousands and thousands know, of people, so <laughs> Steve, <laughs> over the years, and it's impossible to put a name to a face unless you see the face. When I see the face, I, I'd certainly remember. I've got a good photographic Ooh. memory, so I remember her then. Yeah, so cool. you've got to put a, put a picture on Facebook,
0: do yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Can you? you put, put a picture of you, you, and then I'll like remember you. you. <laughs> okay and uh, well I suppose you did used to tell people or you still do you don't need to be able to draw to use these pencils. We well, remember we were
1: quite just talking in the last podcast about uh, what I like being an artist well that's that's exactly what I was saying you know being able to talk to people and uh, literally I changed her life uh, mm. as you will see later on in the letter and that being able to demonstrate you know to people and see their reaction to it. And you know, I mean, there is a financial side of all this. I'm I'm being paid. I was being paid by Swanstabilo to be at that
0: time to be there, yeah. To
1: be at Trenton Gardens, I was being paid, and uh, we were selling the products and so on. That uh, so there's that side of it as well. But but really, underlying it all is the um, the pleasure, really, that you're able to put.
0: But but also, you're able to say to people, you don't need to be able to draw to use these pencils. Yeah, that's right. And what, you know, what medium can you say, you don't have to worry, you don't, don't worry about it, you don't have to draw to be able to use these. That's and right. the thing is, you're not lying to them. Like, no, it's not. an actual legitimate. The mm. thing is, you're not conning anyone and you're not mm. kind of telling any lies. You're actually going, no, it's true. Mm. And, and the proof is there on the, on the Facebook page with all these amazing pieces of artwork. That's People right. are just starting out and they're producing really good pieces of work. Well, I can
1: prove it on the spot as well because I've got the pencils there and say, look, watch this. Yeah. And they see it. And i be even, Stephen. I've said, look, you have a go. And people have actually picked, have never done anything before. And they've had a go. Oh, yes. Mm, yeah. You know? And that is something else. That is, some,
0: that is something quite You a watercolour brush and say, so, oh, uh, you do Take
1: that picture, could you? <laughs> but the pencils you can. And uh, mm. so it was very successful. The demonstrations were
0: mm. very successful. Okay, moving on. I bought a full set of Swans to Bilo pasta pencils, a square drawing pack, a starter pack, which was a tabby cat, and an easel. I still use the Swan pencils along with a full set of Faber Castell that I bought a few years ago. The easel is still going strong. The best thing I've ever bought, and I just love the Faber Castell pencils. She's that's great. She's still she's combining the Swans Stabilo yes. and the Faber Castell. Do you think that's a that's because you said I don't know if you've mentioned it in a podcast, but you've certainly told me before that there's some colours you can get in Swan's range. That's right. That aren't of the past uh, Faber-Castell right. yep. that are kind of nice little crossover mm. to use every now and again. Oh, definitely.
1: And, I, and, and I, I would encourage people to do that. I mean, I'm not paid by Faber-Castell to, no. to do anything. I'm, I'm a free agent. Uh, and if there was another pencil, which there is out there, that's a good pencil, then Carbothello is it. Mm. And it's, it works very well. There are little problems with the Carbothello. It sp- tends to split down the middle, which is a bit of a, irritating. And uh, it can break the lead where Faber's famous lead is harder. We mm. call it lead. Lead
0: pastel, really, not lead.
1: Yeah. Uh, but you can certainly mix the two together. Mix the two. Very successfully.
0: Mm. Okay. I met you again in the 90s at another art and craft show. And again, you were so generous with your time showing me how to do clouds and skies. Having completed the tabby picture, I continued painting animals and have done so ever since as my attempts at landscapes were dismal, apart from skies. (laughs) 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 However, having rediscovered your website, videos and podcasts, I am determined to try landscapes and make a good job of them. I love A.R. Quinton's work and have done so so for many years, and I am delighted that you are featuring him. That's my next project. Again, I hope you don't mind, but I am enclosing some photos of my artwork. The white-gray-on-black-paper set of three pictures was completed last year. I entered them in the, oh, God, Peffer oh, that's probably mispronounced, sorry about that, Denise, art exhibition, first time to to exhibit anything, and I sold it on a preview night. I agree with you that exhibiting your artwork is a fine way to push yourself and to gain some confidence when someone likes your work enough to buy it. The buyer of my painting was the local primary school art teacher wow, that was yeah. a boost to my confidence. It, 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 Wouldn't,
1: again, it? Wouldn't it? it, it have been? Yes. See, we touch on all of these things in the podcast, don't we? Exhibit your work. It's the finest way. of, of If you can find an art society or somewhere where you can put your work up, that's the the, uh, the true reaction. You get reaction from strangers. People coming in, as she did. Someone come along. And when someone comes along and buys your work, uh, if, you know, isn't a friend and a relative, then... It is a great accolade, and you should—and she would feel justifiably proud—and be an art teacher is a bit of a bonus there. Isn't
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, carrying on. Your painting of Hopalong Cassidy inspired me to have a go at the Hoppy Indian, and I am very pleased with the result. Although the photo has come out a bit grainier than the original, you've got all these photos. I've got there, all these you? photographs. Yes, I, I'm going to yeah. put
1: a few of them on uh, the Facebook page, folks. So, so look out for them.
0: Okay. Most of the other paintings have been commissions and I noted your comments about amateurs accepting commissions. I have a couple of comments to make. I think if the ground rules are set properly before committing yourself to a commission, you can keep control and say yes or no and not feel guilty about doing so. I stipulate that I will take the photographs if I possibly can. If not, then the person taking the photo of the animal has to do so at eye level to the animal must make sure the eyes are visible and to take the photo outside in dull or cloudy weather mm-hmm. if that can't be done i make it very clear that if the photos are not good enough then i will not under any circumstances accept attempt a picture and they must accept this i also refuse to work up to a short deadline so far so good I, again good again, ground rules
1: absolutely yeah uh, and uh, uh, i commend uh, denise for you know taking that on and I remember I said a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about commission said, don't, don't do it, folks, not because it t- takes so much pressure. Now, obviously, Denise is very good at what she does and her pictures reflect that. So she's got a lot of confidence in what she does. And she, as you say, she's put the ground rules down and that's important. A lot of people wouldn't do that. And I know that I've had lots of people ringing me, emailing me saying, you know, uh, oh, my friend, you know, wants me to do this picture. I don't like to say no because the, the cat, dog, horse, sheep, cow, whatever, has died. <laughs> well, um, <it's>, oh, my,
0: <laughs> my friend's cow's dead. Oh, <laughs>
1: and, um, you know, I, 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 feel, I feel obligated. I really ought to do it. No, 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 no. Wrong reason. Yeah. So that in those situations, no. Uh, but you've got to be the right personality. Denise obviously is. She's mm. full of confidence. She's done a lot of practice. Now, Trendham Gardens was well long ago? 80s. in the 80s. Now, we're talking about a while ago, aren't we? So yeah, she's, she's very had a lot of experience, and you can see from her work she's experienced. So, in her situation, I can agree. But still, she has those ground rules. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree with
0: her. Mm. Okay. I charge a fee for the painting with framing and postage packaging on top. And get that out of the way before I agree to do anything. I also ask them where the painting will be hung, and discuss the background colours so they fit in with their decor.
1: Mm. I'm not a hundred percent with Denise on that one. Uh, I've got to say, and and uh, and if it works for Denise and carry on, don't change anything. But the worry I have with a situation like that is you're compromising your picture. Right. Once you do a picture you do your portrait. The background should complement that picture. And there is a danger if someone stipulates a certain color, you change that color, you are then changing the image to a certain extent. <clears throat> no, you're sacrificing the image for the sake of the background. I don't altogether with agree with Denise on that mm, point. But, folks, you know... i good point. Mm. I, 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 I'd certainly, and, and Denise will be the first uh, to, to admit, you have a point, Colin. I'm going to carry on doing what I do. <laughs>
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: Irrespective of what you say. With all due respect. I, I, yeah. I really feel that that is something that I personally wouldn't do. Okay. okay. However, you can put colours... in your your background, mix colours uh, into your prime colour you've chosen, that would work quite well, and I've done that uh, myself. But as a across-the-board general comment, I would say be wary of
0: that one. Okay. I agree with you completely about the poor quality of Derwent pasta pencils. I had some as a free gift with something. Glad I didn't have to pay for them and found they were chalky and an had a nasty scratchy quality that have s- and have since confined them to the waste bin. Mm. So that's another yes.
1: Um, not <laughs> it's reiterating it. all the things that we've, uh, yeah. we've been talking about. Well, it's about. good when
0: other people say it as well, because it's it, not like we've just is. got something against them. <laughs> that's right. I seem to recall you had a question about smudging pictures. I use a piece of glassine. Glassine, I think that is, yes. Glassine paper to protect and cover the work, and also to store and transport transport a picture sandwiched between two pieces of cardboard taped together i find it doesn't pick up the pastel at all
1: no excellent yeah yep, good idea
0: the other gizmo i use is something i made myself about 30 years ago see the enclosed picture uh, can I have a look at that?
1: Yes, it's here, Steve. So, uh, again, again, I would you describe that, on that Facebook. Well, it's it's like a it's like a rest. You you'd rest your hand across it. You it's know, I like put piece a paper I put a paper mask. Yeah, you Remember? rest your hand on a piece of yes. paper. I actually prefer to do that personally. That suits me. That's best. that's a very but clever little contraption, is, isn't it? it? And again, it's it's a, if it works for you, and It works for Denise. But just, your hand
0: it. is no is not touching the paper. There's a piece of wood, sort of lifting mm. a p- another piece, two bits of wood, and yes. a piece of wood going across. Yes. And it's sort of lifting like a bridge. It's just lifting your hand off the paper. That's right.
1: I'll put that on Facebook so people s- can have a look at it. Mainly because you'll see in the background we've got what, AR she's, what, the, Yeah,
0: the setup she's uh, got there set up,
1: all ready to go. So she's I'm ready to go to seeing this Denise when you are finished with
0: it. Well, she'll have part two up there and um, ready to watch. Uh, okay. The measure, uh, the other gizmo, yep, no, we've done that. The, uh, okay, well, the measurements are there, but I won't say about the measurements. Well, I will say the measurements, but they'll they'll go on Facebook anyway. Uh, The measurements are length 16 inches or 41 centimetres, one and a half inches wide, four centimetres, and five-eighths of an inch thick or eight millimetres. Glued on either end are blocks of 12 millimetre thick MDF, same width as a large piece of wood at four centimetres long. Okay, so that's yes, and
1: this this runs up and down the uh, uh, alongside the, the edges of the hardboard in this case, mm-hmm. and I can see where she's coming. As I say, folks, uh, you you have to find your own uh, way of doing this. I again would prefer my uh, paper mainly because when I'm filming, particularly, uh, that would be
0: that would mask the whole a lot of it, the picture. It would be yeah.
1: Yeah, so the paper would be better for me. Mm-hmm. It works better for me, but. Find your own. It's a good it's another it's do. another
0: example of other people's setup, mm. isn't it? We'd like mm. to see people set up. Absolutely. So if you've got a particular setup that you like or proud yeah, of, you know. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Send it through via email or on the Facebook page. Okay. Now I have two questions for you. One, have you ever tried using a hand cranked bench pencil sharpener with pastel pencils?
1: Yes, I have.
0: And and
1: I still don't like them. They're, again, where the electric pencil sharpener eats the pencil away and you end up with half a pencil. Mm. Uh, that wouldn't, the crank. But I've found that by doing it, you still can break the lead.
0: Do you think it's because pencil sharpeners like put a pressure yes, on the pencil and, yes, the, and, and, that, and that sort of builds up and it, it, there's mm. the chance of it breaking the, the pencil? Yes, yes. but I, And I have used them, but
1: I, I, you can't beat the old craft knife. No,
0: well, there's no pressure then on that, is it? It's very controlled, isn't it?
1: You're honing. Uh, people have said to me in the past that, God, don't you get fed up with sharpening your pencils? No, I don't. And the reason I don't is because it breaks. It's automatic break away from your picture for a few seconds when you're sharpening a pencil and you can go back to it. And I find that therapeutic.
0: It's like a way of sort of, yeah. A, a pause. Yeah, break. Yeah, a little mm. break. And mm. allows you to reflect mm. So on what you've is done and, and bring you back, not to reality, because you're still in the zone, but you, yeah...
1: Do you know what I mean? No? Trying to it? think so is like a good pause.
0: Yeah. Mm. Good. The next question How do you get rid of scratch marks on the surface of Ingris paper? On grey, I always say Ingris. That's all right. Mm. People say either, Steve. I have been at times over enthusiastic when laying down colour, for example, a background, and not noticed that the pencil was becoming blunt, and then scratched the surface with the sharpened wood part. The horrible scratch marks don't seem to like being covered up with anything. Any suggestions, please?
1: Yes, I have got a wonderful session. Don't do it okay. because that is <laughs> that's <easy clears throat> the only way out. Uh, I had this many, many times in when I was at uh, my art classes, and once someone had done it and it had scratched the paper because you can imagine once they go, you get carried away, you know, scratch, yeah, it, yeah, scratch, scratch, yeah. and suddenly oh, no, no, the wooden, yeah. wooden bit at the end goes straight across the paper. Yeah, and if you're not careful, mm-hmm. it can do two or three times and it scores the paper. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'm sorry, there is nothing you can do
0: about it. It's one of those yeah, it really unfortunate...
1: Yes, it's a learn by mistakes situation. And once you've done it a few times and you've spoiled a couple of pictures, you won't do it again.
0: Oh, it's such a shame, isn't it?
1: You make sure that you've got plenty of lead. I mean, for instance, if I was doing a sky, and people have seen this on YouTube... Anyway, when they, I do a sky, I usually have two or three pencils, like white pencils if I'm doing a... because it's always the white that, that goes first. Mm. And two or three of them, and I sharpen... I don't sharpen them. <clears throat> I have a, quite a good uh, amount of pastel there. But I'm very wary, that because it did happen to me when I first started out, so it happens to everybody. Mm. But it's something, unfortunately you can't do but the way to get out of it is keep your pencils with plenty of lead in them or pastel in them Mm. you can get away with it with Faber-Castell you can't get away with with Derwent you try it with Derwent it'll break
0: Mm.
1: but it does with Faber-Castell
0: because yeah because the quality of the pastel because the quality of the pastel with Derwent if you had that amount of pastel showing it would break yeah okay uh, if you have read this far thank you very much for being patient (laughs) Uh, but I am delighted to have the opportunity to express my thanks and giving me a lifetime of pe- love of painting with pastel pencils. Also, I think your videos, podcasts and the items you sell are wonderful and are you are a tremendous inspiration. Thank you again if you didn't get this the first time. So that's an absolutely lovely it, letter. It, it's, Thank it's you corking, so much, Denise. It's a
1: corking letter and as I've said many, many times before, the rewards are... In the feedback that we get, and that's that 's a great bit of feedback, but it, the reason we 've labored on it a bit because it picks up so many of the points that i 've been talking about over the last um, well since we started here really mm. bits and pieces and it was it puts it kind of uh, all together in yeah one you know that 's the success story of the pastel pencils and the the success story of our um, Triumph really in teaching. Mm, mm.
0: You know? Also, because you got it right from the beginning there, where you said you don't have to be able to draw to, to to use pasta pencils, and then look at where she is now. That's right. I mean, it's great, and we'd love to hear if you've got any success stories like like Denise. If you've got mm. any, send them over. We're we're happy to mention them and talk oh, about them because yes. everyone's experiences are going to be different. You know, that's the first time we've had that question come up about the scratching. That's right. That's right. So, but I bet, I bet everybody would have experienced it. Yes, at you know, some point.
1: And they, they, it's bound to happen with a pencil. It's not like paint. You can't. Um, but, yes, there, there is, um, it is a big problem, that. Uh, and it, but to say it's a learn-by-mistake situation, once you've done it a few times and spoiled a picture, mm. like fixing, you know, you fix a picture and you ruin the picture. Mm. You don't fix the next one because you've ruined it.
0: Yeah. OK. Moving on, we've got some questions this week. Well, we had a few questions there, but we're going you to know, nail a few of uh, our listeners' questions. The first one here we have is from Christine. Uh, I really enjoy your podcast. Uh, there's something I was curious about. Could you let me know, with some pastel blenders you see in the shops, you get a fan brush and mm. an ordinary brush. What do you use them for?
1: Yes, what it is, you, you, you have a... It's like a pencil, really, with a little brush on the end. Mm. You can either get it as, as part of a, a, a rubber. You know the uh, double-ended erasers that we have? Yeah. Well, you can get one of those. They're called perfection. And you have one end, you have uh, a rubber, and the other end, you have a little fan brush. It's like a little nil- n- a nylon <laughs> fan brush. Right. As you will say, well, I've never seen one of them. And the reason you haven't seen one because I don't use them, Steve. Um, <laughs> Why don't you use them? I don't use them because the idea of them is to brush away pastel, instead of using your finger
0: or <laughs> blowing. <laughs> but you generally blend your pastel. I know. With we are the, really talking about soft pastel more than we are where there's a lot of dust because mm. there's not a lot of dust no. and any dust you get you generally mm, blend yeah, in.
1: You're quite right. That's absolutely right. Uh, but I had I had never I've never bought one but I had one given to me. Oh, when okay. I by again by the people that make the perfection double ended razors that we use. And I never used it. I well I did, I tried it and thought well, that's
0: there's no that's, point.
1: There's no good point. <laughs> In any case I wouldn't use it because I've got plenty of paintbrushes and I could just use a, a paintbrush to do it with if I wanted to. Mm. But that's what they are. Uh, basically four but having said all that forget about them folks they don't work
0: okay (laughs) so ignore them you don't need them the next one well you don't need them for pastel pencil but soft pastel you may, may need it the next one we have is from Gail and she says hi can you help me a raindrop fell on a pastel drawing of a friend's work and she needs to fix it do you have any suggestions the watermark has left a very dark line where it has dried hope you can help that's um, a very interesting question. Well, I, yes, I, 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 it It's the first time I've that's come it up. It is, uh,
1: and I've seen it before. Have you? Yeah. It's too late now in this situation, but would, should you get that happen uh, and you get a raindrop, because you'd be outside, wouldn't you? This is one of the reasons I don't work outside. And you get that happen again. You have to ha- or have tissue handy. You should already have tissue there with you. And put the tissue on and remove the raindrop or the water splash as quick as you can. And you think, well, oh, we're going to spoil the picture. Of course you are. You're going to spoil it anyway. You might as well do it. Yeah. And, and then you can make sure that uh, you, you, you take it all up and you won't leave a ring because the, it would not have uh,
0: got through the paper, through the
1: paper that, that quickly. Yeah. So you can dab it off before it does any real damage and wait until it's completely dry and then you can use the pastels on top. But you've got to wait until it's completely dry before you do it.
0: So at this point, because it's already dried... It's no, no. The situation
1: obs- we've got here is a different one because uh, that didn't happen. So you must have thought, oh, my goodness, goodness me. Let it dry. Run away, you know, hands in the air. Oh, my, well, I've ruined it. Let it dry. And, of course, it leaves a ring, a watermark. Right. And worse than that, of course, the pastel pencils are water-soluble. So they would actually have um, emulsified... Oh, nice. within the, so you really got, have a, got a major problem on your hands. And the only way out of that, if you're using the engray paper that we use, that's the thicker paper, the 160 gram, if you use, make sure that that is completely dry. You know, leave it overnight even to make sure. And you can use the hard end of a double-ended eraser. Yeah. And gradually, carefully remove the pastel. And the ring, it will all come off, but of course, what you're doing is removing some of the paper as well. Ah, but if you're careful, you could
0: do it. So, it's, there's a chance it could be saved, but you have to use a, a hardened <coughs> <a> double <coughs> ended eraser to attempt it. Yes, yeah,
1: or something similar. If you have, a, if you don't have one of them, an ordinary rubber, I'm afraid, isn't going to work. It's got to be something abrasive. And there are the old typist rubbers, I don't know where you can still get them because people don't type nowadays. Showing my age, but the old type rubbers, th- uh, they were similar to the end of the hard end, really of the hard, button. very hard. They used to rub, they actually rub out to type, the type, so yeah. you can imagine what they did. Uh, they they actually tough, take yeah. the paper as well away, yeah. And that's what they did, right? And so that would work
0: something really hard, like a double ended, r- hard end of a double. I can't razor think of
1: anything else you could use, to be honest. You can't scrape it off with a razor blade, that would be too severe, yeah. So, your only thing you can do is use one of them magic tools and try it. And I'm not telling you it will work very successfully.
0: And a top tip for anyone out there that, that has that, to immediately get get on that raindrop with a bit of tissue. to yes. a bit.
1: Occasionally, folks, um, it happens with spittle because if you blow <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> your pastel away and You so go, oh no! What <laughs> 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 if you, you think, sneezed? Whoops. If uh. <laughs> you sneezed on your pastel <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oops. You oh no.
1: you'd have a bit of a problem with that one if you sneeze and a all of, over lot, the tissue, place.
0: lot of <laughs> tissue, lot of tissue, a lot of lot of rubbing out.
1: But if you get a little spittle or or a couple of little marks, you immediately uh, dab it off with a, a tissue. And uh, it it dries, it it dries out.
0: Yeah. The uh, important thing is you don't let it absorb into the paper no. then, so you can still use. That's right. That's right.
1: right. <laughs> See, I know, I know. I even
0: But don't draw in the rain. <laughs> don't <draw laughs> not recommended. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the next uh, question we have is from Mary in Australia. She says, do you sell A3 pastel paper? Uh, we?
1: Right. Well, now, folks, um, we are uh, looking at this pastel paper yet again. Hmm. And I have, in fact, got some larger paper, Stephen. Have you now? I have. I've got some large, but it is quite large. I've got did I get the measurements down there. Have I got the measurements on uh,
0: there? You haven't.
1: I've got the measurements somewhere. I've got the measurements here, folks. Oh. Here we are. Uh, the actual size of an A3 is 42 centimetres by twenty nine and a half. and That's a, a, an A3 size. Yeah. Now, the size
0: that we could... Put your mic near your mouth. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, the size that we need... <laughs> uh,
1: the size of the paper that we could... Supply if we can get around to working it out is 50 Centimeters by 35, so there's not a lot of difference, but it's bigger mm-hmm. Now the problem we have folks we're doing this is getting from here to you. Yes I, I can't be wrapped in a parcel. It's too big mm. to wrap as a parcel. It's too floppy uh, So the only real answer to this is going to be putting it in a tube rolling it up. Yeah now to save money, you if you had a small tube, small diameter tube, you'd have to roll a paper so tight it that it could damage the paper,
0: yeah. And also, you, you've got mm. to unroll it at the other mm. end and make sure it gets that's flat. right.
1: But uh, I've experimented with the, a larger tube, um, about three inches, you know, yeah, about three inches wide. It's a bit cumbersome, really, but that would work. And if we if we supplied it in six, for instance, six sheets rather than 12, yep. uh, It w- we could do it. We could work it that way. And the costing would be about the same, 575, which is what we charge for the B4. OK. But they'd have to pay postage.
0: Yeah, the postage. We'd have to put the postage on top. Because that tube is, you've got to post that tube.
1: Yeah. So that's okay. the only thing we've got to, but I'm still working on it. But th- the interesting thing is, yes, I have. Yes, we have got the paper. We've actually bought it in. I bought it in specifically... Uh, to experiment with this yeah, because I know people like the larger sheets of paper. We
0: get so many people asking mm. about A3 mm. paper so
1: But we'd have to work it out. I b- at the moment I can't see how we could work it on the website in the situation we have in the art store. We'd have to work a different system, Different so
0: postage or something, mm. yeah. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out but hmm. it's on the cards
1: it's on the cards and something that we're working on and I'd like your feedback on that whether you feel that you know you would buy it you you, you, you want six sheets of it after all you could cut it up it can cut up into smaller, smaller, buds, pieces, smaller yeah. pieces so it's, it's something that people might like the idea of
0: okay, okay. Well, well we'll throw that out there and continue working on it the next question Mary has is do you sell sandpaper for pastels?
1: nope that's the answer to that i don't and also do i do
0: have you ever used... the next question was have mm, you ever used mm. sandpaper for drawing yes i didn't uh, know you could draw on sandpaper y- you
1: can yes uh, it's it's more for soft pastel stephen it grips really well when you when you use the sandpaper i personally don't like it i've got to say i've used it with soft pastel in the in experimental stage and not like it it's too it doesn't, imagine, any, you know, it doesn't absorb any surely it doesn't absorb any pastel imagine imagine what your finger would be like and you rub that in <laughs> not very not very nice no and a a paper blender wouldn't work either because that would just rough up the perfect so actually no i don't like it sandpaper is it works for some people and but really no not for us so i wouldn't uh, i don't sell it and wouldn't use it and certainly wouldn't recommend it for pastel pencil
0: because it doesn't absorb any of the pastel surely not 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 to the extent of layering does it?
1: it yes well yes you can you can put You've got, you've got, mm, I think more absorption really because the, the paper itself grips more pastel. Really, but it it doesn't, it just doesn't work. Mm. People wouldn't like it. So, okay. <laughs> sorry, Mary. Sorry, Mary. No, it's a, big negative, but it's a good uh, question. It's a good question. It is. Well, this is what we're here for.
0: Is this is exactly. all about no? exactly, Questions. exactly. Okay, well that's 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 it. I've got no more pieces of paper now to, to, <laughs> to go through. Oh, it's the end, is it? We've go, gone through. Well, we've got the end of it. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I hope people enjoy this uh, Friday.
0: This is the new. Yeah. This is the new Friday podcast, mm. listeners. Mm. So every Friday, a new episode for you. Excellent.
1: Good. Maybe. Well, that that will be great. And uh, I we'd like to feedback.
0: Yeah, yeah let us tell know. Us, tell us what you think. Let us know if you have a minute. I know I say this every show, but it'd be lovely to get a little review on iTunes if you can submit one and rate us out of five stars and you can um what else can they do they can send the questions to us mm-hmm. if they send an email to colin at bradleygallery.co.uk with a subject line podcast so we can filter out your question we will answer it on the show and you can also you can submit questions on youtube uh comments and Facebook page and and share your artwork on our Facebook page and all sorts of things so the last thing about to mention about the Facebook page is we get a lot of people posting their own artwork on the Facebook page Mm. and you're there uh, optionally to uh, advise and, and offer feedback and some people do ask that so right Sort of a thing that we're sort of saying now is that if you want to get any sort of a quick tip on your artwork or a little bit of a critique, not a full blown, no, you know, no, report. No. But if you would like dad or, you know, Colin to critique uh, your artwork in a, in a sort of a, a sort of a summary sense or, or offer a quick tip, ask. Yes,
1: you've got to ask, really. Uh, I've uh, taken it upon myself on a couple of occasions to um, just I just say just a tip. Yeah. And uh, it's just something, a little pointer. It's not a critique. It's not meant to be. It's just there as uh, something to help them maybe to understand what they could do or what I would do. Because everything I do is my opinion. Yes. And that's all I can give. And if there is something glaringly obvious that I can see, then just a tip would be work. It wouldn't be, as I say, it wouldn't be very much. But it, if they want it, they've got to ask for it. Just ask so for it. So just a tip. say. Can I have a tip? <laughs> have you any tips anything and then i will yeah i will if i have i would but in most case i mean there's some fantastic work being oh, submitted at the moment quite brilliant. mind-boggling mm. and uh, uh, i wouldn't want at all to discourage anybody from doing it so i don't want to just do it mm-hmm. um, but mm. uh, if you want it i'm happy to pass it's, my it's knowledge there on. it's
0: there for you if you want it Okay, uh, uh, the last thing to mention is obviously our website. I don't know if anyone out there uh, perhaps uh, hasn't visited our website. Um, Maybe not. I guess not. Um, So you can visit Dad's website uh, by going to colinbradleyart.co.uk and you can order uh, uh, pastel packs, uh, pencils, the um, paper that we're talking about, not the A3 yet, but the other pastel paper... And any of the products that we mentioned that we sell are on the art store, ColinBradleyArtStore.co.uk. So that plugs everything else.
1: That's right. We put the brick up this week.
0: We did well. well, um, I think by the time this podcast goes out, yes, oh no, it's the day before the big reveal of the, the picture. Because It's next Friday, isn't it? And uh, the so first part is going to be going on. When upside. do you want me to put it on that day? Well, actually, I think by the time I, I think by the time this podcast goes out, it would have been revealed, so they will already know because uh, it'd be next Friday. We would have told them by then.
1: So I better put it on before then, had I? Yes, <laughs> yes, I will. Okay,
0: we're, we're working back in time now. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to this a week, almost a week ahead, a uh, week behind. So, um yeah, so you you would have told him.
1: Okay, well I'll I'll complete the picture. I don't know how many people would have guessed what the subject is. I think,
0: I think they might have got an
1: idea by know. <laughs>
0: it was a good little teaser, but it, it's it's um, it oh, is the quite the, pictures,
1: the picture's lovely though. You'll you'll you'll
0: uh, you'll like it folks. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Okay, let's call it a day there. Let's let's end it and hope that pray that my voice comes back. It's, it sounds better now. Well, it's because I'm giving it more. <laughs> it's because uh, if I really wanted to talk, I would just talk. This. I really. Yes, I hope it's going to come back for tonight. I'm sure it will. We've got a tech run at four. No, 12. 12 till four.
1: Well, if if you, if you it does come back and you have a really successful evening, uh, tell people next week. If well, or, two if, or two weeks' time. Or two weeks. If people don't
0: hear anything, well, it, hear it anything. was awful. <laughs> and I got booed off stage. <laughs> But that won't happen, will it? No, I hope. no. Anyway, let's hope. I'm going to go, go back to being nervous now. So that's it for this week, uh, this Friday episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. My name is Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. I think that's a good enough warm-up. We've been talking for an hour. Yeah, have we really? Gosh. It
1: doesn't seem like it, does it? No.